Hi everyone, your friendly neighborhood DM here. This is Vin from the family that games together. Just dropping in to give you a few quick updates and say hello and a big thank you to all of you for sticking with us through this kind of weird uh, interlude kind of time we've got going on here as we need to take a small break from the main campaign of uh, Valorous or the Purification as we've been calling it and kind of do some side quests some other one-shot kind of stories going on that we're going to be doing going forward. Um, the short short version is mom needs to take a hiatus from the game. She's okay. For those of you who've been emailing or tweeting, she's fine. She just needs to uh, take a break to handle some uh, personal things that have been going on. And uh, again, she's fine. She will be back. Just uh, we didn't feel comfortable continuing the main story without all of the players at the table. So what we've decided to do is we've kind of started a new campaign-ish with uh, without Mom, and it's going to be kind of a series of connected one-shot type things that's meant to be sort of a loosey-goosey storyline that players can drop in and out of as per their availability. So it just kind of takes the pressure off of everyone, and we're still able to get together in game, and we're still able to produce content for all of you. So it's just uh, the best... Uh, best way to get through this was to just pause the purification and move on with this new story so that's what you're going to be listening to today and i hope you enjoy it <laughs> uh also this uh month's charity is going to be america scores and uh, you'll hear on the episode that i go into a little bit more detail about who they are and what they do but uh they're just a really great organization providing outlets to inner city kids uh whether it's sports training or creativity so uh we are going to be giving um again same idea laura chose america scores so she's going to be rolling a D20 with advantage. That's the minimum donation that will be given to America scores for the month of September. And every natural one that the group rolls will add a dollar to the donation. So that is what we have for this month. And a congratulations to Lisa Wright, who won this month's Patreon giveaway. And she won Victoria's uh, one-of-a-kind handcrafted rainbow feather. Uh, that uh, Victoria, as I've, we've said before, has been getting into acrylic and resin art, and this was a piece she created specifically to give away to one lucky one of our lucky patrons. And Lisa, you are the beneficiary of that this month. So thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of our extended family. And uh, that last part also goes for everyone listening right now. Just thank you for your continued support. Thank you for being here, listening to our story. And uh, we hope you enjoy what we have for you until we can get back to Valorous. So sit back and enjoy the show. Thanks. We're recording. Uh, first, Laura, let's start off with a roll with advantage mm -hmm. to see the minimum donation that... America scores. America scores! Thank you. A D20 to me? Two D20s, and we'll take the higher. Let's see what America scores. Ooh! Nice. 19. 19! Okay, so the minimum donation this month will be $19 to America scores. Nice. And... Every natural one re-roll will add one to the donation. 
So I'm going to write that down now so I don't forget. $19. Okay. If everyone's ready, we'll begin. Our starting location is the city of Cyprianus. The continent is the Northeast Realms. We are in the region of Stormholt in the province of Arias. You don't have to remember all of this. Okay. Before we get into character descriptions and where you are and what you're doing, what I would like is a d20 roll from everybody. No modifier needed. Oh, Google Sheets, why do you vex me? Hold on to your numbers, people. You would think I'd have better prepared, right? Okay, we'll put it right there. Okay, so, D, mm -hmm. what, what was your roll? Three. Anthony? Eleven. Victoria? Nineteen. Laura? Fifteen. And Krista? Eight. Okay. So, Victoria, mm -hmm. you are sitting in the mahogany-lined entrance hall of the Iron Guard. Okay. You've been an apprentice with them for a while. All of you have, by the way. Uh, the Iron Guard in this continent is sort of like the official organized adventurers guild and then they have teams that are set up in various cities and provinces throughout the kingdom uh, adventuring here is somewhat regulated and if you want to be able to have a long and fruitful career you need to join the iron guard kind of like a union kind of like a justice league almost Ooh. there are renegade adventuring groups that don't want to join, but for the most part they are considered criminals. That's a vigilante activity. If you want to be an adventurer, you need to go through the guard. So you've all been kind of apprentice adventurers in your previous lives before getting to this point, and you're looking to step up in the world. So you've all made arrangements to meet with the guard, get a trial run, and see how it goes. Get an assignment from them, and if all goes successful, perhaps they'll have more work for you. Victoria, you have arrived first, sitting in this very rich uh, lobby with a fine mahogany wood. All around the walls, there's a collection of adventurers' maps from all different continents. You see Valorous, you see Usoa, Zarafo, all these, and then these, like different regional maps just all around the walls. Describe yourself, Victoria, a little bit. Um, currently. Orc, and I have long, beautiful blonde hair and a handlebar mustache. And I am just sitting, and you know, I have my 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 ankle over my other knee. And I'm just kind of sitting like this and kind of tapping my foot up and down. Okay, Laura. You approach this building as you're coming down the main drag of Cyprianus. Uh, it is a large two-story tower of finely carved stone. And the front door is an iron frame with plate glass art depicting 12 warriors battling a gargantuan dragon. And it has one of those like wrought iron bars that you pull the door open with. As you enter, you step into this lobby of fine mahogany wood maps everywhere and that creature sitting what does this person see when they enter i am a tall lanky elf okay very thin i have not 
too long, but on the longer side a little bit. Um, All right. Just very flat brown hair, straight, pin straight. Okay. Goes with my long, lanky figure, right? She's wearing, um, girl, she's wearing a, I guess, traditional, almost looking like a, like a hunter, soft leather boots, you know, very basic common clothes. But over that, she's wearing an army jacket, or what looks like an army jacket, with lapels on each shoulder. Ooh. And she has a green beret on, like a dark green beret, that shows her corporal, you know, status in the army. Is a bomber jacket? No, no, I would say it was. It would be more, like I'm picturing it almost like a... Like a formal. No, I'm, I'm picturing it almost like, like the like the red coats, like looking like that, but in dark colors. Like she wants to blend, you know what I mean? Got like, it. But it has that look to it. It has that cut with the, you know, the tails in the back. It's got the, the bigger buttons and it has the lapels that show her size on her shoulders. Okay. Yeah. Dark eyes, dark hair. Okay. Basic hair complexion. Yeah. Okay. And you see this orc with a handlebar mustache and long blonde hair. And orc, this is what you see entering. Hello. We know each other, right? That's up to all of you. You might have met each other in passing, but you haven't actually worked together yet. You, you may have run into one another, like, here in this office mm-hmm. in the past, but none of you would know each other well. Got it. The big orc stands up, walks over with enormous hands. I don't think we've ever met. I'm Veneer. Veneer? Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm Corporal Clove, and like she basically, like, she has DD hands, so she like picks up just one or two of your fingers and shakes that way. Oh. <laughs> yes, hello. <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to be funny when I came in today. I'll change. And I kind of go like this, and I kind of like rub my, my shoulders, and I kind of stretch a little bit, and then when I'm all done doing this like ridiculous stretch, I'm about your height and weight, and I kind of look like you now. And I look like an elf. Oh. Like, I look like an elf, but maybe like a darker complexion. No mustache. Anthony, when you enter the room, you see two elves standing there just kind of talking to each other. As you walk into this room with this dark mahogany wood, wood and all these maps all over the place. Very nice lobby. And two female elves standing there talking to each other. As you see... What enters the room, Anthony? Very tall, thin, jet black hair, blue eyes. Also elf? Also elf. Also elf. Oh, I picked uh, the right one today. Sizing all you up. <laughs> Are you also here for the meeting? Yes, I am. Okay, I've been here. Nice to meet you. Black mom. What? Dang, I like it. Question about your character, Victoria. Yes. Is it... An illusion, or does the physical form change? I actually physically change. Okay. My stats don't change, but I can pick any race that I've seen in my lifetime. Got it. Okay. Okay. So I'm implying that I've seen a big fucking orc. So you shape the hand of a female elf. I can pick the race that I've seen. I can change my hair, my coloration, my sex, any distinguishing features, my voice, um, my height, my weight, veneer. And I can change anything about that on the outside, but my stats don't change. You okay. can change it, right? Change it. I've never played one before. I don't know how often I'm allowed to change it, but I'm going to do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
right about now, Kristen, is when you join the group. And you enter a room with now three elves, all pretty tall, all pretty lanky, long hair, uh, into that room I've just described with the, the mahogany walls and the maps. What do they see enter the room? So she would enter the room very, like, long and wavy, like, almost white blonde hair. Like, very, very blonde, almost white blonde. Her eyes are like a topazy yellow kind of color, and they almost seem to, like, kind of unearthly shine out of her, her eye sockets. Um, very, very fair, slender, kind of, like, medium in height. She... It's almost like she's all dressed in, in white. She has white skirts, white everything. And also, she comes in and she kind of sees you all, and she puts up the her cloak hood and kind of just tries to duck into a corner. She doesn't really hmm. speak to you, and she just goes off to her own. Okay. Okay. How so, reactions from the three of you? I just, well, I guess if this is a place we've been before and we've seen a lot of, like, weird people come in, like, I'm not put off by the fact that she's not friendly. I'll just be like, yeah, there's another one. Okay, cool. Alright. Wait, where did she go? Where did you go? She just snuck past us. I kind of just, like, walked past you, like, off to, like, the corner. There's, like, benches along the wall. She could have just, uh, we'll just say you went sat in, like, a corner. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, oh, very shy. Very shy. <laughs> I'm thinking doesn't play well with others. <laughs> What is your skin tone like? Because you're an elf, right? Mm-hmm. What is your skin tone like? Is it fair? I know your hair is very dark. <sighs> yeah. Right? Pale. You're pale? Okay. Like emo-ish? Yes. Alright. Well, goth. Goth. Right about now, a side door opens that's one of those doors that looks like it's part of the wall, but when it opens up, you can see it's a door into another office. It's sort of that sort of fastening. And coming out, writing a scroll on a clipboard, barely even looking up, you see uh, a gnome. Older gnome. Hard to tell in age, because gnomes age differently, but if it was a human, looks... I know. Looks... You rolled a three. Relax. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Yourself. I figured I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure. You see a gnome. If he was a human, he would be mid-70s. Comes out, he's got this... Albert Einstein kind of hair, but completely bald on top. And the hair just sort of sticks out like a shock on the side. Sort of like a charcoal grayish hair. Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, good morning, all of you. All right, so I'm about to begin the morning meetings. You can all follow me into there. Yes. And he's just sort of waving you, almost mumbling as he speaks and barely looking any of you in the eyes. Sort of, yes, all right, come on, into the office with you. And turns and sort of like stands in the doorway and is sort of motioning all of you to come in. And as you begin filtering into the office beyond is when the door opens again and in walks. A real stocky, not that tall, but almost six feet, built like a fullback in football. Alright. Half orc, barbarian, shaggy brown hair, black eyes. Where's a necklace, two buffalo ears on great axe, little leather vest, pants that just don't quite make it to the ankles. Comes in, looks around, takes my great axe, throws it on the floor, 
Long here. Mm. Yes, I'm not a moment to spare, so you're quite good at making deadlines. Come on in with the others if you're common. What others? And disappearing into the room, I'll say you two already got in. Mm. I'll say Anthony's in the doorway. So you see a tall male elf in the doorway. And female. head down. Male. Female. Female. Oh, female. Male. Oh, I'm so sorry. You see a female elf standing in the doorway looking out, and behind her, a female human? No, how do you. Whatever you want. Yeah, it. Human. Okay. You see a female human, um, sort of standoffish, kind of just standing waiting for the elf in front of her to move. Okay. What are we waiting for? You, apparently. Are you coming so we can get this started, or are you going to just stand out here all day? Oh, stop it, you. I'm always here. I'm ready. All right, I'm inside with you. All right. Your name is Mongo. Mongo? Mongo. Yes. And it's a male. Male, yeah, okay. So wow, I need to take notes, man. You're all gender bending here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I gender so you're a male. Anthony, you're a female. Female, yes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna when I change, I'm gonna do um, as androgynous as I can. Okay. I don't unless it's a specific persona that I want to do. I'm gonna try to be androgynous as far as I can. Okay. Okay. So your pronoun is they, they, them, they, them, probably. They, them. Okay. They, them. Okay. Female, female, female. 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 Okay. And you'll be female. Okay. I'll probably ask you for your name several times until okay. I get used to it. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. As you filter into this secondary office, uh, you step into a conference room type office. There's a long wooden table. Uh, Sitting at the table, arms crossed, looking very annoyed, you see a bald, burly dwarf with a very scraggly, unkempt beard. You can see there are some fresh wounds on him. There are fresh dings on his splint armor, some scratches on his face, some cuts on his hand, and he's just sucking his teeth. And when he does that, you can see he's missing a few teeth uh, as you enter. Yes, come on, never mind Dagolt. He's, he's here and he knows why he's here. You may all just please have a seat and we'll, be, we'll get this uh, show on the road. Uh, you're all, I'm assuming you're all taking seats? Yes. 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 With that, the gnome steps to the side, and he opens up a large wooden chest, and he takes out a scroll and a small, pale green crystal. He places the crystal on the center of the table, and he begins reading from the scroll. And when he's finished, the scroll disintegrates, and the crystal lights up. And on the center of the table, a 3D holographic image begins to get projected. And in succession, you see 12 different figures. And it's each scene is, you see, um, to give you an example, you see a male dwarf with a warhammer wind up and bang right on the side of a hydra's face then turns and looks like he's talking directly at you. From there you see... Does this look like the beginning of the Marvel opening? Hmm? Like the beginning of the, like, the Marvel 
cinematic thing where you see all of the different heroes at their best. Yes, but at the end, they're all talking directly to the camera. You see a female elf behind a tree. She fires two arrows at an at an owl bear, puts the arrow, the bow on her back, and like talks directly to the camera. Each of them, in turn, say welcome in each of their respective languages. You hear common, gnomish, uh, abyssal from a female tiefling. You hear um, elvish, so-and-so. And in succession, you hear the following phrases spoken by each of these 12 characters. You are about to embark on the greatest quest an adventurer can have. <laughs> the quest to become a member of the Iron Guard. The Iron Guard is not just a team. We're a family. We're here to encourage each other in one united mission. To leave Aranis a better place than we found it. It doesn't matter if you're a hiring manager or one of the twelve. Each of us is a cog in the greater machine that is the Iron Guard. But make no mistake, with the prestige of the Iron Guard also comes responsibility. To set an example for heroes throughout the world and to be the inspiration for a generation of heroes following you. So listen carefully to your local manager as they give you your audition quest. And good luck to you, brave adventurers. Were you in jury duty when you thought of this? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the jury duty video. It's, des <laughs> it's designed to be a corporate um, <laughs> welcome <laughs> intro yeah, orientation video. Yeah. It sounds like something that you'd listen to right before you got on a ride at like Six Flags. Yeah, like, you know, I, like, I get, I, yes. <laughs> we need you for a special mission. <laughs> and all of you would just know, no history check required, you would all know this. When it said, it doesn't matter if you're a hiring manager or one of the 12. Yeah. The 12 are basically the Justice League of the continent. They are like the, tw the top of the Iron Guard. Yeah, yeah. I could list all of them, but I don't want to bore you any further. This is something that we would know. Yep, you would know all of them. With that, the projection stops and the crystal fades. Mm. The gnome collects it and puts it back into the chest. Closes the chest. At this, the dwarf who was at the table is just like examining his calluses, not even looking up. <laughs> all right, Olivia, time for your first assignment. We had something else planned for you, but apparently, and with that, his eyes narrow on the dwarf, apparently we have to call an audible as another mission was failed and I have to send another team. There is a gang of local goblins out in the woods several miles outside of this city. They have been ambushing caravans for a while and destroying the supplies, taking it for themselves. And apparently, and he looks at the dwarf again, have turned one of the larger wagons upside down and made a fortress out of it in the middle of the road. We would very much like them dealt with, please. What are they, goblins? Yes. You would think they'd be fairly easy to dispatch, wouldn't they, Dagolt? And looks at the dwarf. With that, the dwarf doesn't even look up and just flips him the bird. Hmm. <laughs> Dead or alive? No matter. Just clear the obstruction from the road and get rid of these pests. How many are there? Unknown. I'm not going out there. And this one is useless. Is Fuck off! Can you ask the useless one how many were there? Any remembers? More than two, less than a hundred. 
Does it seem necessary for all of us to be assigned? I mean, I think that, you know, they could probably take this mission if you had a more difficult mission that required, you know, more of like a leadership role that might be better suited for me. Hmm, the ambitious one of the lot, are you? <laughs> well, I have far more experience in the Rasulam. As for me, I just got one question. You military? Where they are. <laughs> and I will go. With that, he kind of takes out a monocle and just examines you. Hmm. Rank is one thing, but let's see what you can do outside of the ranks of your army. Huh? Mm-hmm. I've led several successful missions. Hmm, lovely. Perhaps you can be more successful than this one. I'm pointing at the dwarf again. <laughs> Um, the, the humanoid looking her kind of like timidly raises her hand. Yes. And she, she goes over and she would daggle, was it? Daggolt. Daggolt. Uh, if I, if I may. <sighs> and she lays a hand on him and does healing hands. You see this humanoid creature put a hand on the, the, the the dwarf shoulder and at first he's sort of like what the fuck you doing and there's a slight glow from her fingertips and you see some of his wounds close up well uh thanks you're welcome and she goes and she sits back down he scratches his beard and just sort of like eyes you a little hmm you look like you you needed it well at least someone around here's got some goddamn manners can I go, Percy? You sit right there, we're not done. You seem very anxious, you seem very ambitious. I have good faith that you will succeed here. Deal with these goblins and we'll have more work for you, shall we? Can we take the human with us? Yes, she's been contracted for this job, as have the rest of you. Oh, see, I'm not very bright. <laughs> I could kill, but I'm not Mm, she did magic she did She did do, yes, she did magic. Will, will someone please round this one up? Uh, I have not the time nor the patience. <laughs> <laughs> Is everyone uh, sad? Anything else anyone wants to do? Um, do we have a, a map to the location? Or? It's the main road, like, several miles up. Okay. The main road out of town, uh, several miles up. Go. Okay, so I'm going to stand and say, yes, sir. We're going to take care of it and turn and then turn to the room and say, okay, if everybody could just follow me outside, you know. Yes. Oh. We'll create a... Uh, I, I, fo- I follow. Okay. The, uh, the half-orc clearly just... <laughs> yes, follow. Yes, I will follow. How are the three of you reacting? I'm being told what to do. Yeah, I'm a little slow. Well, get mm-hmm. used to it. It's called bureaucracy. Ah! Nah. Well, have a good day. Hmm, you too. And she kind of skitters out. Oh, we all outside? Oh! Eventually. First one out, second one out, third one out. So we'll say you two are the last, Black Mamba and uh, Veneer. Yeah. Uh, Each of you make perception checks. What do you got? Twelve. Twelve. Four. Four. Okay, so Veneer, you are quite annoyed that you're being commanded. This is not what you signed up for. Black Mamba, you notice as she left the room, that human that, that healed Dag- Daggled, right. 
Daggled eyed her the entire way. Like, as she left the room. Like, his eyes followed her the right. whole way across the room and out the door. I mean, she is pretty gorgeous. <laughs> just so. Other intentions. Perhaps. You just noticed that. Okay. That his eyes just followed her the whole way. Gotcha. Okay, so are you Voice. proceeding directly to the location? Well, I, I want to. Yeah. Following. I'm ready for a fight. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Following. I like your style. Corporal Clove. Corporal Clove. Clove. I'll get I it. Okay. Would there be any benefit of me to try to look like one of them and walk over and try to attack them first? Oh, I don't believe that that should be our strategy for attack. I will, of course, take the lead and go ahead and, and scout it. Okay. And I'll, I'll report back and tell you how we're going to be attacking. All right. All right, relax. I can change into, like, look like one of them. I could walk over and be like, hey, this is stupid. Let's walk over there and just, like, leave. No? Sure, I'll, I'll stay back here and, and watch you do that. Um. Yes? Little maybe, girl in the back? Maybe we should just start going. And she smiles. Is it a nervous smile? <laughs> that would. And your name? You, you don't need to know yet. Okay. That's that's fine. You might not survive, so it'll, it'll be fine. Um, let's all line up. Line and, up? Uh, yeah, we're orderly. Oh, um, who's yeah. we? I am not orderly. <laughs> I, I'll follow. Excuse me? I don't want to look like an elf yeah, anymore. She pulls <laughs> on, on clothes. Um, if you survive, I'll be the reason that you survive. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe we'll be Andy. She does magic. Oh, so it, I think right. it's good. She can stay behind me while we go. And this is gonna be interesting. I've always been told <laughs> that you catch more flies with honey. So maybe oh, I kill flies. I don't catch them. Okay. Wow. This should be fun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Let's uh. Let's let's, let's, let's just go. Start I'm walking. Yeah. No, I can agree with that. Let's go. So we are all <laughs> heading to this place. Right? Yes. Yeah. The barricade. I'm thinking about what I want to look like as we go. So, Clove walks out with great strides in perfect posture as if she's like marching by herself, like straight down the road. Okay. <laughs> and she has a very crisp stride to herself. Yes. I'm going to mock Making her. Making good time. Making good time. <laughs> I'm going to stand directly behind her and mock her and go, <laughs> and this, you notice that Victoria's character now has taken out a lyre. Yes. Or, or a lute. I want to, can it be just like a regular guitar? Sure, it'll be like a smaller... Like a with an acoustic guitar? Sure. And is doing a mock march behind Clove. What do you should got, Black I, Mamba? Should I be walking parallel to them in the bush? You could if you want. Just so they'll, the, the goblins will see you coming. But I would be... Stealthy, I like I love that show. Yeah. Okay, there. make a stealth check. Make a stealth check, Black Mama. I think Black Mama is smarter than you. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Natural twenty. Yes. Plus, just to get the total. Oh, over. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Plus five. Twenty-five. Right. You all just blink for a second, and Black Mama is gone. It is like <laughs> she teleported. Just. 
Enough, enough with this authority. <laughs> I'm not and, just doing my own shit. and is now walking several feet yes. inside the tree line. Right, I'm just walking parallel with them. Yep, parallel with them as you're on the main road. Right. Black Mamba is in the in uh, the greenery. Okay. Yes, little girl, but I don't know her name. Why are you doing that? <laughs> I think we're pretty far away. I don't think they can hear us. How far away are we supposed to be? It's several miles. No, but why? Why are you? I'm mocking her. But why? Because that's your team. She thinks that we're like. I think it's funny. Well, that's your team. You should really be a lot nicer. I've always been told you always catch more flies than people. I heard that once before. I think. I catch flies with this. Holds up my great axe. Oh, bless your heart. That's that's very nice. I'm Mongo. I'm Mongo. It's very nice to meet you. You got magic hands. <laughs> I do have magic hands. And then I gotta kinda watch over you. And I'll watch over you. Uh-uh. Okay. Cloves eyes starts to walk faster than the I think she has past trauma. And it's okay, we'll help her through it. Trauma? Trauma. How do you say your name again? Mongo. Mongo. And the girl with the glowing hair. And I start walking. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's so much better. Like, like Sir Robin. Yes. You now have a minstrel. Brave, brave Sir Robin. Brave Sir Robin. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Oh, little break. Stop. Sir. All you need is somebody with coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> walking behind you. Sure, I'll work. Okay, and this, these antics, don't, well, don't let me cut in, this was awesome, <laughs> but um, these antics continue, and you round a bend, and it's not quite a clearing, the, 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 once you got outside the, the, the city limits, the tree line never really changed too much, it was kind of just a, a mix of grassland and, and tree and foliage, shrub, you know. And it's not really a clearing, just the, the road gets a little bit wider. Mm. And you can see perpendicular across the road, like a T intersection almost, you see a large upended wagon that has been flipped completely upside down. Three, you see the, the two axles on the top of it. Only two wheels are there, mm. sort of like uh, the front driver's side and the back passenger side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The third wheel is kind of like laying on the ground next to it, and the fourth wheel is gone. You don't see it anywhere near near this site. There are very crude windows that have been cut into the bottom of the wagon facing out, and you can see a little bit of movement on the inside of it. I'm going to walk up, take my guitar, put it on my back, walk over, and say, Corporal Stove. What would you like me to do? <laughs> I know your name is Clove. I call you Stove. Should I go and make a distraction to the front while you sneak around the back? I appreciate that they're, that they don't understand that they're causing a problem. Mm. So let's let's first address that. So I stand up as if I'm, you know, like the authority of the area, and I say. Uh, creatures blocking the road. 
please understand that we are here in representatives of the Iron Guard. We have been ordered to remove you. This is your first and only warning before the battle will commence. Oh, no. I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at everybody else. And be like, I'll stay with her. You guys go do oh, stuff. No. Yay! I'm no. ready. I'm ready. Just tell I'll me. Stay with I'm ready. Over here. Are there trees close by? There are. This figure, the humanoid figure, ducks behind a tree and just saying, "Oh, oh no." Okay. No, 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 no. Captain uh, Corporal Clove, make an intimidation check. Can I make a stealth check? Can I provide some sort of advantage to her? Wait, I'm a, I'm a stealth or I'm intimidation? No, you're intimidation. Kristen, I'm, I'm going to refer to you as Kristen until you introduce yourself. I was stealth talking, check. but now I'm going to try to be like, mm, next to her. You know what? Before you roll, Laura, yeah. Veneer, just make a charisma check. General charisma check. No advantage. Just make a straight roll, uh, Corporal Clove. Mongo, what are you doing? What is your reaction to this? I'm ready to go. I got okay. my battle axe ready. I'm with this ready. Just tell me when to go. Fourteen. Okay. And Black Mamba, who has maintained stealth this entire time. Keeping an eye on Clove. Okay. Trying to get her attention. Okay. She just shouted this out to the wagon. Right. And is sort of just waiting for a response. Got my short bow ready. Okay. Yes. So Black Mamba is knocked an arrow. Yes. I'm like maybe 40 feet away. Yeah. Okay. How far away? If she said, that's up to you. She said she's 40 feet. So that means Veneer's 40 feet. I'll put Black Mamba at 40 feet in cover. What was your stealth check? It was an eight. So my guess is that she saw a little animal along the way and she got very distracted. She started like okay. pushing along Oh, you don't want to be here. <laughs> you don't want to be here. <laughs> you like, see. like a little chipmunk. Yeah. That on the other side of the road. Okay. So she's easily distracted. Okay. 14? Um, <laughs> no real reaction from the wagon or anything no inside of it. No reaction. Okay, so I turn to look to, to my team to... And, 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 and like, I, like as I turn around, I say, okay, everyone, let's, and all I see is her standing next to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. Well, then, as you're looking you're around... No, Mongo's still there. Oh, Mongo. Mongo's okay. still there, and you do see oh, magic hands oh, off to the side of the road trying to push a chipmunk out of the way. Excellent. Chipmunk. <laughs> okay. Mongo, why, why don't you take the rear of the wagon? Rear is that side, right? Um, just go on the opposite side. And, um, right. Okay. Literally walk this way, and I'm just going to push you, like, as if you're going to walk around. Yeah, wagon. yeah, yeah, yeah. The other side. I got it. Yes. Should I, I do anything I want else? You to I stop their escape. Yeah. Got it. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to go. Okay. I'm a great axe and I make it around. Oh, no, wait, to the you're the barbarian, right? Like, you're, 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 you're strong. Very. Okay. All right. Then I'm going to actually ask her to come with me up to the wagon and flip it over. Okay. Okay. I could certainly try. If you can flip the wagon with me, that would be nice. But, you know, without the attitude, I will do my humble best to lift an enormous fucking thing. All right, let's go. Okay. 
and I'm just keeping it. You're just standing on your arrow. You're not helping magic hands. You're not helping lift the uh, the wagon, right? Um, I want to use once I hear that they're gonna (laughs) they're gonna flip the the wagon. I want to use gust to like push the the top like to offer them a little. Okay. We'll start with you then, magic hands. Make a wisdom check. Okay. Corporal Clove, are you assisting or are you just... You want to call her Captain Crow. Turn! <laughs> are you actually assisting or are you commanding? Um, no, I'm commanding because I think the two of them are strong enough to do it. I sneezed and now I look just like her. Okay. Okay. And each of you... Oh, that's right. I'm so sorry. Each of you make a strength check. Mongo and Veneer. Nice. 25. Oh, my negative one. 17. <laughs> well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I set, I set the DC at 40 total, well, and that's a 42. Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> wait, I did it with the saving throw. It's 23. Wait, saving throw? Or what do you mean? Yeah, I, I, I no, 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 no. added the wrong number. It's still, you hit the 40. It's okay. Oh, yeah. okay. So, Corporal Clove, you're even surprised. Because you even, there was a little party who was like, this ain't going to happen. But yeah. The, you play it out. You're sure? I gotta think. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Alright, and we're gonna bend down. And right as I go, I'm gonna cast prestidigitation, make it sound like I farted, and then everyone's gonna smell like a fart in the air. Okay. <laughs> and Mongo. Surprisingly, even for you. <laughs> as there's a smell of sulfur that fills around the air. That's Who farted? Who farted? Do you fart? Sometimes maybe, lifting as, maybe it was the wagon. Maybe it's the wagon. As soon as the wagon turns upside down, you see immediately it's the wagon you can see sits over like a crudely dug trench almost. Like just a few of trench that's only maybe like six inches, twelve inches down. Immediately in the trench, standing there with scimitars out, you see two very surprised goblins. Mm. If I see them, I'm going to immediately try to roar at them and make them run. And there is a hole dug in the other, at the, the far side of the trench with a ladder going down, and you see a third goblin disappearing down that ladder. Mm. Okay. This will trigger initiative, but we're at 45 minutes, so let's do that in the next chapter. Okay. <laughs>